isn't he? I don't know how I'm going to explain to all three of our subscribers they may not get their comics today. Yeah, it's not like when it be so late. It's usually here by now. Close Guns Comics! Uh-huh. 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 You don't say. Okay, thank you. You too. What's the hold up? Well, apparently the driver was devoured by zombies while making deliveries. Is it while or whilst? I can never remember. Well, I don't know which one is grammatically correct. By using whilst makes you sound pretentious. So go with that. Ugh, zombies. As soon as it gets warm outside, out come the zombies. Well, the good news is the shipment's undamaged, but they had to deploy a zombie disposal unit to burn all the zombies, disinfect the truck. It's a whole thing. You know, I voted for the mayor because he promised to take care of Springdale's zombie problem. They're everywhere. It's ridiculous. You remember that zombie we hit last night on the way home? I think that was just a jogger. Well, he's a zombie now. Hey, what's with the power? The lights keep dimming. It's like the third time today. That would be the prison up the road. I thought that was just a high school. Nope. That's Slappy Rosenberg Maximum Security Prison. Slappy Rosenberg? Named after silent film Julius Slappy Rosenberg, who in 1935 was convicted of stabbing his mistress to death. Jesus. Turns out the chauffeur did it. Confessed on his deathbed, too. So, the state, in order to make amends for executing an innocent man, renamed the prison in his honor. Oh, that's nice. Whew. Hey, sorry I'm late, but I hit a zombie jogger on the way over. God, I hate spring. Hey, speaking of zombies, our delivery driver was eviscerated by zombies whilst on his route. So, no new comics today. But the comics are good, right? Yeah, the comics are good, yes. Now what? Well, it's an election year, so the governor's frying inmates like a short order cook during lunch rush. Looks like they finally blew out the power. <laughs> no power, no new comics. We might as well close down the shop for the day. Not necessarily. People still buy old comics. We've got a calculator, don't we? Uh, that's too much work. It's not that much work. It's more work than I'm used to and much, much, much more work than I'm prepared to do. I didn't embrace capitalism and actually work, Tina. It's catastrophe. It's terrible. Hey, Mr. B. What's the problem, Mr. Brinsky? I tell you what problem is. I have cake baking an oven when power go out. Now cake is dead. It's the prison up the road where all the executions blew the power grid. Ah, stupid electric chair. He's inefficient. Should use fighting squad. Much more eco-friendly. Makes smaller carbon footprint. Oh, what am I going to do? Today was big contest. What contest? Oh, you didn't know? The queen of pastry herself, Mary Berry, is in Springdale promoting new book and is judged for a contest to determine best baker in Springdale. Now, with no power, no way to bake cake, no way to meet Mary Berry. Oh, I've always wanted to meet Mary Berry. Hey, what about Lucifer? I've met him before, Alex. He lives in your basement, remember? Uh, he might be able to help you with your baking problem. Oh, he terrible baker. Have tendency to overbake. Cookies come out harder than Chinese algebra. Maybe so, but he's got an oven. I'm sure he'd let you use it. Hell's not affected by the power outage? Oh, no. Hell is powered by the suffering of the damned. And if it fails, he's got a generator. In the portal to hell located in the basement of Close Encounters Comics. 
Yes, can, can I help you? Hey, Nixon, sorry for the short notice, but could you tell your boss that Tina and Mr. Berinsky are here to see him? We need his help. Tina, Mr. Berinsky, come in, come in, make yourselves at home. Can I get you anything to drink? I'll take tap, please. Tequila Sunrise, extra cherries. Uh, Nixon, would you be a dear and fix our guests uh, their drinks? Uh, Long Island iced tea for me, too, thanks. Heavy on the triple sack? Uh, right away, my dark lord. So, how are things on God's green earth? Terrible! Oh, good, good. East Power Outage in Springdale. I need to bake cake for a contest judged by Mary Berry herself. So, we wondered if we could use kitchen in hell. Mary Berry? I love Mary Berry. Oh, yes, yeah, so much better without smoke, Paul Hollywood, with his tight jeans. Let me tell you something about Mr. Paul Hollywood. That guy owes me if you catch my drift. Oh, yes, it's only explanation. Hey, Alex, I got an idea. How about you let me do an impromptu poetry reading in the shop? Hey, I got a better idea. How about I burn down the shop with you in it for the insurance money? Oh, come on, Alex. You come on. Last time I let you do one of your stupid poetry readings, you yelled cunt on stage for like 45 minutes. Hey, I trimmed that one down from an hour. No, forget it. It's not going to happen. Your poetry is awful and pretentious and no one wants to hear it. Pretentious? You actually have a poem called... The Wounded Shell, Reflections Upon the Neglected. That's a great title! I actually like that one. Ah! Donnie! What the hell are you doing here? I've been standing here for four hours hoping someone would notice me. I didn't see you come in. I've actually been here since last night. You locked me in the store. I had to sleep here. I don't remember that at all. I was banging on the window yelling, Don't leave me here! Don't leave me here! I left my medicine at home! Ah, doesn't ring a bell. You pointed at me and laughed as you backed away in the parking lot. And you got out of your car, walked up to the window and gave me the finger as you moonwalked back to your car. And then you did donuts in the parking lot for 20 minutes while yelling, Fuck you, Donnie! Huh. Nope. Nothing. That's okay, I read comics all night. You realize I'm gonna have to charge you for the reading of those comics, right? I understand. I also kept a notebook detailing how much air I consumed, so you can charge me for that too. Ah, yes. Can't forget the air tax. Come on, Alex, how about it? <sighs> oh my god, fine. Whatever. Yes, you can have your stupid poetry reading. Anything to shut you up? Yes! You won't regret this. If you need me, I'm going to be sitting in my car eating a two-foot-long meatball sub, followed by my usual post-food binge coma. G-Cord! So, why don't we make our way to the kitchen so you guys can get started on your cake? I can give you a brief tour along the way. We've done some renovations in the last few months. Over there on your left is the new gym and yoga center. Is that Stalin on the treadmill? Over here, we have the new bowling alley. Uh, <clears throat> word of advice, if you ever play against Nixon, keep an eye on him. He cheats like a son of a bitch. Oh, well, yes, it's to be expected. And here at the end of the hallway is the kitchen. Where are all these rooms? Uh, this is the hell of home theaters. The hell of home theaters. Get it? <laughs> it it's a hall, and, and since we're in hell, I figured the pun was appropriate. Ugh. Are you not a fan of puns, Tina? Let's just say they're not my favorite type of humor. No, in hell, all humor is pun-based. Puns and prop comedy. You should see the reception we're planning for Gallagher when he finally dies. Now, on your left, this is the Medea screening room. Only plays Medea films. 
Good lord. Language, please. I love the Medea. I don't mind telling you she is one foxy babe. Oh boy. And this particular theater only plays Vin Diesel movies. Eh, could be worse, I guess. Well, see, what I've gone and done is digitally inserted Vin Diesel into every single film ever made. Wait till you see Vin Diesel as Don Corleone in The Godfather. Vin Diesel as Eliza Doolittle in My Fair Diesel. And my personal favorite, The Odd Couple, with Vin Diesel as both Oscar and Felix. It's twice the Diesel. What do you do with the films he's already in? Oh, he plays everyone and everything. The humans, the cars, the furniture, everything. (laughs) Oh, you just wait until we're finished with the Will Ferrell room. We'll talk about that later. Here's the kitchen. Help yourself. If you need anything, don't hesitate to ask. Hey, Tina, I just realized. This is Hell's Kitchen. Eh? Eh? This really is hell. All right, Mr. Brinsky, let's bake us a cake. Oh, no. What's wrong? I'm looking over ingredients and cannot find crushed red pepper flakes. A secret ingredient in cake. What do we do? Relax. There's got to be something we can substitute. Here we go. What's this? Serial killer's eyelashes. That should do. Eyelashes of serial killer. Acceptable substitute for crushed red pepper flakes. Absolutely. I saw Martha Stewart do this once. Work like a charm. Well, if good enough for Martha, throw them in. It's the first time I ever hear batter moan like that. That's the sign of a good batter. Meanwhile, back at the shop. Well, uh, first of all, before I start with the poetry reading, I'd like to thank you all for coming out tonight. You look like a good crowd. Just give yourselves a round of applause, why don't you? Well, I've... I've always appreciated the support of the cricket community at my poetry readings. I'd like to start now, if that's okay, with a new poem I've just written, and it's called Jupiter's Lament in the Fireheart of Prometheus, an epic poem in four parts. I hope there aren't any prudes in the audience because this particular piece requires nudity. Also, it's about four hours long, so if you have to use the bathroom, probably a good idea to go now and beat the rush. The machines of conformity will grind your mind with their enormity into dust and regret. But don't forget to pack a lunch of what you like to munch. A bunch of grapes? Where were you during the revolution and the evolution? Working for the man for little to no pay. My ex took my Weezer CD, but the joke's on her. I didn't like that one anyway. Hey, what's going on? We just passed like a thousand crickets fleeing out the bathroom window. Hey, you guys baked your cake. Boy, it smells amazing. So he let you do a poetry reading, huh? How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, As a side note, I think I solved our cricket infestation, so there's that. Ah, that's nice. You know, I can't help but notice you seem to be naked. It's my new poem. Part of my nude phase. Great. Listen, I'd love to stick around and be horrified by that. But we've got a baking contest to win. Come on, Mr. Brinsky. We'll take my car. Uh, Your car is one with dents and bloodstains on bumper, yes? Zombie jogger. Couldn't be avoided. Later. Ah, meatball sub. You never disappoint me. Let's see what's on the radio. Hello and welcome everyone to the first annual Springdale Baking Competition. I'm your host, Brick Whitley, and it's a lovely night to enjoy some baked goods. The zombie infestation is kept mostly on the poor and working class part of the city, so really, who cares? Judging their efforts tonight is no less a personage than Mary Berry, the world's most beloved baker, the Mother Teresa of Tarts, the Gandhi of Ganache herself, 
By the way, the more continuity-minded of our listeners may be wondering how I'm broadcasting to you in the middle of a blackout. And the answer to that is generators and wizards. So suck it, nerds. Normally, at this point in the show, I would be interviewing Mary Berry herself. But after some racially charged comments made by myself on the air and on Twitter, Miss Berry's people have asked that I stay at least 100 feet away from her during this broadcast. I think I can make her out from here. She appears to be chatting to rock legend Joan Jett and a giant grizzly bear. The bear is presenting her with some sort of cake. Yeah, she's taking a bite of the cake and... Oh, God, Mary Berry has collapsed. She's <gasps> fallen to the ground. She appears to be convulsing, and unless I'm seeing things, she's... Growing? Yes, she's growing. Mutating. The contestants are fleeing in horror. Good Lord, she's at least 50 feet tall now. Oh, my God, run for your lives, everyone. The horror. The horror. Oh, my God, the humanity. Wow. This is a really good sandwich. Scene change! So then what happened? Well, she continued growing to about 50 feet or so, and then she stomped off towards the hills. Tina, you're more familiar with her than I am. Does Mary Berry have a history of growing to an enormous height and going on a miles-long rampage of carnage and destruction? No, it's the oddest thing. Do you think it might be related to the fact that you served her a demonic cake baked in Hell's Kitchen with these sinister ingredients contained therein? Um, anything's possible, I suppose. Maybe she's diabetic. I guess we'll never know. I heard the whole thing while sitting in my car. Yeah? Go on. Well, it was a two-foot-long meatball sub on toasted white bread. There was onions. I specifically said no onions, but whatever. The sauce, there was something about the sauce. It was not too sweet, but it was it was sweet enough to, with a light acidity to it. Oh, would you shut up about the sandwich already? You said you wanted to hear about the sandwich. You said you were listening on the radio as they covered Mary Berry's rampage. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She gets as far as the prison up the road, and she just destroys the whole thing. Wow. Demolished the whole prison. Also, she pretty much wiped out the zombie population, too. Stepped on them like dog crap in the park. Is there anything that woman can't do? Then what happened? Uh, she walked into the ocean, and no one's seen her since. But, but there's one thing I've been waiting to ask you, Tina. What's that? Is there any cake left? Killing Time is written by Richard Werder and Tina Leach. Starring Richard Werder, Tina Leach, and Alex Humphrey. Additional voices by James Donahoe and Stan Williams. Follow us on Instagram at Killing Time Comedy. Killing Time has been brought to you by recreational drugs and alcohol. Remember, kids, drugs and alcohol will always be there for you and will never leave you for the good-looking maintenance guy at your apartment complex, Jessica.